Welcome to League to the Max or whatever. A special report. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm Andesian. My name is Brian Andesian Espinosa. As always, I am joined by the disembodied voice of the network, not the main disembodied voice, but uh, he is the Doctor Manhattan, the DSDO. The, the one and only Mr. Squid Sports Head, Mr. Eric Watkins, being all Dr. Manhattan-y for us today. I don't know what the hell I'm saying at the moment. My, my I'm kind of a bit scatterbrained after the news from can, that. Can, can I go ahead and sum up by this comment on screen? Yo, dog, I heard you like news desk, so we give you a news desk the day after a news desk, so we can give you a news desk and then give you a news desk. Thank you, Cloud9, for, you know, doing more things and having LS himself continue to laugh wherever he may be. I almost feel like we should have opened with something else instead. You know, something maybe more along the lines of this. Are you preparing something? I... Yes, we have the, 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 the news desk theme from Lilags as we go full screen on our news desk here. Um, last night, ironically, while we were on the other news desk for Life is Like a Game Show, um, Cloud9 has parted ways with the LCS Spring Split MVP Summit, along with Academy players Winsome and Isles. Yeah, because you know this makes perfect sense. Yeah, no, that, of course, this makes absolute fucking sense. Let's get rid of the best player in the league to have Fudge go back top because the LS experiment has failed because you fired the man who had the fucking key to making it work. No, 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 I'm no. Not, I'm not salty at all. No, no, not at all. Let, I'm let, not, I'm no, I, I am not a disenfranchised salty Cloud9 fan tonight. No, let, no, let, let, not just, at all. Let's just make this clear. Not, not, not at all. No, what, not at all whatsoever. That, that the experiment didn't. I'm very salty. I'm very, very salty. The experiment didn't fail. They ended the experiment prematurely. No, the experiment failed. They they gave it four weeks, which is about, what, a quarter of the season? Thereabouts, yes. So, yeah, I don't think that is... Ending the experiment early. That is experiment failed. Well, now, see, with something like that, I disagree. Because I think that had they went ahead, had the balls to give LS Whoa. the entire split, the entire spring split, as we saw with the success that he had with them and how they practically dovetailed right out of the spring playoffs, it would have been dramatically different. I, for one, and this is more towards LS, 
than what, what Cloud9 did. That's why I'm giving it an incomplete. Had he had more time, I guarantee you, we would be in talking about an entirely different Cloud9, and we may be talking about MSI in a completely different fashion. I don't disagree with you there. When you look at this from the from the angle of how do we grade Cloud9, yes, absolutely. Right? I, I, I 100% agree. That is how you have to handle that. Right? Like, you, you can't judge LLS on the fact that he got fucked over by Jack and whatever other leadership there is in Cloud9, as this renegade thing does not want to come off my hoodie. Um, so, we do have a, a tweet statement that came out um, hours after the announcement from Summit, translated into English, because as we know, Summit is a Korean player. Um, even though it was only a short time, I'd like to say thank you to my team members and coaches, especially I want to thank our management for being considerate and taking good care of the Korean players, even though we didn't speak good English. I am going back to Korea now, but we'll keep on cheering cloud nine and berserker. I hope to meet cloud nine in a good match in the future. Thank you. Great. Not only are we losing. And not only do they dump the best player, right? <coughs> His ass is now on a plane back to Korea. Probably won't ever play in NA again. Which, honestly, I think he probably wins for never having to play in NA again. But given the state of NA, you're not wrong at all. I mean, hashtag shots fired at NA. Um... But it, I, this is just, this is kind of, I don't know. I'm a little bit baffled at this, right? Like, why do you straight up release him? Obviously, he still has time on his contract and everything. He is the fucking MVP of this. This is like releasing Kobe, LeBron, Shaq. Just out of free agency without even trying to shop him around to teams first, right? Like, that is just leaving money on the table from a financial sense for the organization. Like, I don't know who thought this was a good idea to just say, yeah, we'll release him rather than trying to at least get some value out of his contract. Now, mind you, I'm not 100% like, I don't really know who in NA needs a top laner right now, right? But at least not on the main roster, but he's a good pickup for an academy roster at least, right? Like he's a good pickup to have, if anything, as a substitute player. Hell, on some of these lower end teams, maybe you do take a gamble. And sack your top laner if you know that the best available player in the league is on the market, right? But but, uh, but okay, now hold on. I'm good because I'm gonna counter that. That is actually a very viable strategy. But with the way that NA works as a whole, 
Do you really see even the lower teams? And we've seen some hot garbage at the bottom end of the table in spring split. Oh, oh, we're, we've got a stacked, we've got a stacked show already for next week when we come back ahead of MSI, talking about roster changes and how some of these hot garbage teams are already pulling the scrap and rebuild. Yeah, and this actually will lead into that, and we'll discuss that more, but. I don't even really see what some of these teams, even as you've taken him as a substitute or the academy, the pressure would have been on to promote him to the main roster and be their top laner right away. And I don't think that with a lot of these teams, they would have been that willing to trust a process or do anything like that. It seems to me like a lot of them would have been very, very skittish. Maybe that's why they didn't go after, because honestly... If they knew that something like this was coming from Cloud9, they wouldn't have had to wait for Cloud9 to call. They would have made the calls themselves. But but here's the thing. Here's here's the rub, right? The league is a pretty tight-knit community, especially with the play. It's kind of like baseball, right? It's it this this reminds me of the scene of from Moneyball where Billy Bean is trying to make that trade for um Oh, I forget the player's name. Okay, help me I out here. I know. I'm trying I because I think of the senior semi, uh, myself. I can see it, and he's right there with Jonah Hill's character. Yeah, and the I'm, phone. Geez, yeah right, I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember the t- player that was traded. Boy, there were a lot of trades. Oh, uh, I don't think it was Zito. I don't think it was Hudson. I'm trying to remember which of their position players it could have been. I'm drawing a total blank. I'm 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 drawing a total blank as well. Um, I'm trying to look it up. I really am. I can see that, but I do think I do think you're right, though. Overall, as you go ahead and look that up, David yes. Justice. I forgot that he was on that A's team. I keep remembering him as a Yankee anyway. He yeah, no, it was they were on the phone trying to get David Justice and they were giving up Hatterberg because uh the manager, God, what the fuck was the manager's name? Um fucking Art Howe. Yeah. Because Art Howe kept throwing, uh, kept putting out uh, Hatterberg when they didn't want him to put out when 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 Bean didn't want him to put out. Hatt- but anyways, long story short, th- that's kind of how league is, right? Like everybody's got everybody else's number. The second there was any rumoring or anybody had the slightest idea about, you know what? Maybe this guy's going to go up on the market. Secretaries would be calling other secretaries. Owners would be talking to each other. And somebody's going to try to strike that deal, right? Exactly. Yeah. I think that this was a legitimate, like, out of left field, to pardon another baseball analogy here, but this was a straight up line drive down left field, out of the park, home run, nobody expected it. You got to be careful with those pitches inside. You're not wrong. Like this is if this were if there were even rumorings of this about to happen, 
yes. We would have probably got because that's the other thing, right? These esports journalists are pretty damn well connected these days, right? Somebody's going to leak something. And the fact that we got absolutely no leaks, no nothing, because like, for example, we're hearing that Jensen is going to sign with Cloud9 to take over the mid lane and he's going to be coming back to the team that started his career. Right. Like that's that's another big thing that's on the table right now uh, with Cloud9. And we've heard about that for the past, what, two, three weeks now, well before. Uh, we, we heard about that about the same time that we found out that Fudge was was going back to top lane. Um, yeah, and that, so that was a no possibility on the table. So there's no real secrets, and that's the point I'm trying to make. This was not a, hey, we're going to do this, but we're going to put them up on the market first and see if somebody wants to bite. This was flat out. To, to 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 quote an internal network analogy at the moment, somebody woke up, probably Jack, and chose violence. I mean, I mean, that would be the of all the people. That's the one who I would have really expected to wake up and choose violence in something like this. Like, I'm curious he, as he, to why. But... Oh no, I'm curious as to why as well. Um, but. We, uh, you know, I, I th- this this does not happen out of thin air, right? Like th- th- these things usually don't happen out of thin air. But this entire sequence of events, and quite honestly, the way Jack has been managing this team this season, it's it is being ran out of thin air, and I, I don't know if I'm I, as I said in the preseason, I can't support this team, which has been my like you know lifelong team, if you will. If the the owner and the management are running it into the ground in such a way where they are not willing to defend their actions to the fan base. Like, at the very least, right? And I hate to use this as an example, but I think it's a good example here. At the very least, Urban Meyer, Shad Khan, the Jacksonville Jaguars, at least they had the audacity to do press conferences and try to explain their way out of the shithole that they were in. I mean, granted, some of those press conferences happened to be on... Shad Khan's yacht, but you're not entirely wrong. That was another set of bad optics, but you're right. And that kind of leads me to this. If there's no explanations, if there's nothing really going on, who's really in charge of the team then, and why is this still happening? I'm not saying that Riot needs to step in and have a come-to-Jesus moment, but Somebody well, has well, well Riot, Riot's not going to sit out and have a come to Jesus moment, even though they should, because I said it and we keep coming back to this exact same point and I want to strangle somebody over it at this rate. It's like I, I want it, to it, it's Homer Simpson and Bart it right here. Like, why you little why you little I ought to. This is hurting the league as a whole. Like, full, that's it, that's the tweet, period, full stop, that's it. 
this is hurting the league. It hurt the league when, when LS left. Now we're hurting the league, the league even further. Like, I wouldn't be sitting here saying that this hurts the league if Summit was staying in North America. And I hope you hear, because I know you can see it on the camera, the banging on the desk here, right? Oh, no, I can hear I'm, it. I'm, I'm trying to drive. I, I, I have to drive this point home. If Summit was staying in North America, this wouldn't be hurting the league, right? But the fact that he is now going back to Korea and is a free agent and they've and these Korean teams and these Chinese teams have seen what he can do in North America and see that he's pulled out as the top player in NA, that kind of sits there and tells them, well, hey, wait a minute, maybe, just maybe, if he can come out as top dog in NA, he's got some talent that we can hack out here in Korea and develop him further. And now he gets a top spot or uh, uh, or he gets a spot on one of these, you know, higher ranking teams. I'm not saying he's going to get picked up by T1, but you know, maybe he lands on a uh, on a um on on the freaks or maybe he lands with Gen G or no, maybe no. he lands with Chovy you, Life Esports. Now, hold on now. You say he doesn't pick uh, get picked up by T1. We have seen this all the time in other sports. How many times do we see stacked teams going on runs and preparing, even with what T1 just did with the undefeated split? Would you not at least put it past them to consider, hey, we got a free agent, we know we're loaded, but they have a sit-down with him and say, hey, you know where we're at right now. But if push comes to shove and we need you, we're going to treat you right and we're going to bring you up as necessary. You know how we operate. Or at the very least, you can ride these coattails probably to a title at Worlds or at least something. I don't I don't see. Here's the thing. Korean League of Legends doesn't work that way. That kind of mentality works in North America and probably in quite a few other countries in the world as, as well. But this is not a that's that's not a type of mentality that you really see out of Korea. If Korea was going to pick the player up, they would have never left it. They would have never let him leave to begin with. Fair point. That's a fair point. Like, let's be realistic about that conversation, right? If LS, who was very in bed with T1 to begin with, may I remind you, as as a as a content creator and then a strategic coach of sorts, and and effectively was in the front office there at T1, if he had his eyes on Summit. I guarantee you, if T1 had the capability in some fashion, way, or another to have picked him up on the roster, they would have by now. Because L because T1 had faith in LS's system. The fans didn't have faith, and that that was worse than the soccer riots, the, the, the football riots from a few months ago. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, especially since some of them protests are still ongoing. 
But, like, the fans protested, like, wildfire when they tried to name LS as the new head coach for T1. And him in North America having proven that he understands the game, he was willing to put his money where his mouth was, and the fact that before he got very unceremoniously sacked, because... Let's face it, it was very unceremonious in nature. Um, he had a completely winning record. He was revolutionizing and drafting in such a style that no North American team was able to counter it. No. I mean, we're talking about draft diff of the highest order here. Yeah. I saw that myself. So I, I again I'm I'm really sitting I'm I, I I as much as I want to agree and I want to buy into your statement there I can't that and again that's fine I'm just sitting here I'm still relatively green but you know me I don't do hot takes I'm just like here's what I see here's what could potentially happen sometimes I'm right I get it well well we we uh, Cloud Nine did also you know put up a follow-up tweet um, with the whole with with this whole thing here uh, and they say as we continue to finalize the off our off season we will be making announcements and explain more about the roster changes in the coming weeks here's my problem with that where the hell is the explanation about what happened with LS in depth not to mention because fact- I'm 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 looking around here and all I hear are crickets. And no, I don't even not- hear them. No, the crickets aren't chirping, the rooster's not crowing. And my thing Unlike is like the rooster that's shitting on your roof. No shitting on the hood of my car. That's different. And now no, I thought it by- was the roof of the car, but anyways. No, no, the hood of my car, and it's now taking time to nap during the day behind one of my recycling bins, but that's another story. But all of this is happening, not only, and I'm piggybacking off of this, not only have you offered dog piss Jones as far as LS and everything that happened, you say the coming weeks. So now you're going to go ahead and take attention, or at least try to, away from MSI to go ahead and explain your moves. Oh, this is this is this is what these orgs do, man. Why do you think we saw P- this is Tom Brady in the Super Bowl all over again? What the hell do you think they're going to try to do? Why do you think all of the there's kind of an unspoken rule in League of Legends that you don't announce your crazy off-season shit while the tournament is going on. And technically they haven't, right? But, so far, and, you're but right. This is one of those, you know, being technically correct is not exactly the best kind of correct at the moment here. This is one of those you were right, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. And if they decide to wait the month after MSI is over and, you know, that gap between June and July, possibly August, when we when we have summer split start, you know, we get a sit down with Jack. I wouldn't be surprised if it's another, you know, two, three minute video like we saw earlier 
where it's, you know, just, oh, yeah, we did this. We'll, we'll talk more about this later. Here's like a bullet point list. It's really only two very vague reasons as to why we did this. And really the fans and the people on Reddit are going to uncover everything for us. So we don't really have to talk about it. And this is where I, as a journalist, if I was hardcore, I'd be like, okay, these are my questions. I wouldn't just cut skin deep. If I have to take a saw to your damn bone to get this out of you, so be it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm the same. I'm, I feel the same way, right? Like, this is, this is just... Because the fans deserve to know and not have to do the dirty work themselves, as you said. I, I, I agree. 100, 100, 200% I agree. I think this is to, this is worse than bullshit the game show, right? This is beyond bullshit. This is like, this is like a Klein bottle full of bullshit. That's a pretty the big bottle. The bullshit is gone to the fourth dimensional plane. Whoa. Hey, this is like power 10. Where is a can when I need it? I just emptied the fucking recycling bin today. See, this is why you have to have these things on standby. All right, shut up, Mr. Mathematician of the network, or I'll put you on the freaking show explaining what a Klein bottle is and how it works. And ain't nobody got time for that. Well, I mean, I could technically explain it, but uh, judging by the look on your face, I better not. No, I mean, that's fine. I'm just, somebody is uh, being antsy because of personal things going on today at home. Um, yeah. But do so I, really, I went up, I, I, I do, went do back. I really want to go there? No, no, you do not. Okay. Because if you thought the look a few moments ago was bad. <laughs> but yeah, Gosh. okay. So I went back and I found the explanation video from Jack, right? The explanation video. So I'm going to put that shit in goddamn air quotes like it belongs. Um... Three minutes and three seconds. The video that they put out after they released Cloud or after they released LS. Three minutes and three seconds. Hardly nothing. One and a half standard commercial breaks. So, yeah, no. Um, I, I, and the, that's the problem. I expect it to be the same way again after MSI, but this is, this is clearly, this is big news. Um, honestly, I would have, I would be happy to see Jensen formerly known as incarnation when he first started in the league return to cloud nine. Hell at this point, you might as well get sneaky. You might as well get the entire summer 2018 roster of Cloud9 to come back to the fucking team and maybe you have a chance of winning Summer Split again and going to Worlds and getting out of group stages and not get your ass totally ran over in the first quarterfinal match. Again, not salty Cloud9 fan here. I feel like we almost need that at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> 
But anyways, um, yeah, not a salty cloud nine fan whatsoever. <laughs> nope, nope, not at all. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know, I know. I'm working on something. Um, but anyways. Uh, that's what we got for this week. Um, we wanted to touch on this very quickly here. Uh, we have another show that'll be going live. Uh, Damn You Hollywood uh, with Mark Radulich and his crew should be starting shortly here on the on the network. So we don't want to run over into their time slot. So we're keeping it short tonight. Um, but yeah, expect us to talk even more on this next week when we have our regular show oh and that's gonna be a fun one. Oh yeah because uh, wait till we get to talk about you know tsm you know our hot garbage uh team this this split and all of the shit that they're doing um but honestly i <sighs> A lot of people out there are. I'm going to end the broadcast with this, and I, I don't. I, I'll have to try to find the tweet or something, and we'll, we'll cover this more. I'm going to come back to this next week, but I, I remember Travis Gafford did a poll on his social media, right, um, about who they thought the strongest team was in the LCS. At the time, it was overwhelmingly Cloud Nine. Mm-hmm. Now. It's split down the, like pretty evenly amongst like I think Team Liquid is on the list. Uh, TSM I think might have been on the list. I don't remember who was on the list, which is why I said I want to come back to this. Now, a lot of people are arguing, oh, well, you know, that poll was from when LS was on. And, you know, afterward, it's all the bandwagon or LS fans who left Cloud9. And I'm like, yeah, but. I was not a bandwagon or LS fan. I've been a Cloud9 fan since like 2015, 2014, 2015. And even I am disenfranchised with this bullshit. As you have every right to be. Man, all of your teams, it's not been a good week. It's not been a good year. Well, this week in particular, because, you know, a certain... Well, well, no. Well, actually, wait a minute. Yeah, no, it's been an okay week for the Jets. At least we won the draft. Yeah, but, um, five nothing... just won the Super Bowl! Five nothing Maple Leafs, though? Hey, it's early in the playoffs. We're not eliminated, right? (laughs) Right? Right? Not yet. Isn't that how that works? I was going to say, isn't there, like, a loser's bracket, if I remember correctly? No. I don't remember how the goddamn playoffs work. They changed it. It's win or go home. They haven't changed the playoffs since realignment. But it's always been four best of sevens. You lose, you get full. Granted, 2020 was an aberration year. And to the disembodied voice or attempting to be disembodied they can't voice. hear you. Damn it. Well, relay the message that the original DSDO embodied voice, disembodied voice of this show says fuck the islanders 
I, I can't say that because that would that would cause me to end up under a four second penalty. I'll take that penalty for you. I'm on the ice. Unlike his team. Eric says your team ain't even on the ice. Fuck the Islanders. <laughs> he is entitled to that opinion. I am also entitled to say, gee, 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 gee. You know what he's saying, right? Mm-hmm. And you know why he's saying it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you did kind of fuck up and give up 10 points to Montreal after you clinched the President Day. If, if, if Colorado had done their goddamn job in beating Nashville, I would have been okay with that because they would have won the President's Trophy had they won. But, oh, no, I'm not salty whatsoever. We're not salty sports fans here on League to the Max or whatever, but uh, what we are is out of time. Um, so I do want to thank you for listening to this, uh, special report here of league to the max or, you know, whatever. Uh, this has been a W2M network feature presentation as I do this thing that I keep telling you guys to stall that I've been doing all week, which is telling me to stall because I need to find a thing so that we can go out on at the Andesian on Twitter at squid sports head on Twitter. Follow us on Discord. Link will be in the description. Um, yeah, that'll definitely be in the description here. I have to do one last thing so that we could go out of here with the bang kind of sort out. Oh, damn it, that was the wrong one. Well, stay tuned for Damn You Hollywood next over most of these W2M stations, followed by the beginning of Press Your Luck Month on Life is Like a Game Show. As uh, you'll see our face, well, you'll see my face for the first time and Andesian's face for the second, and we hope you'll give all of us a second chance. I like that. That was excellent, sir. Yes, Pressure Luck Month starting in a few hours here on the W2M Network, a part of American Whammy Media on Life is Like a Game Show. I'm Andesian. That was Squid Sports at a.k.a. Dr. Manhattan. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you either next week for more League to the Max or whatever for a regularly scheduled show, the lead-in to MSI, uh, or we'll see you in a few hours for Life is Like a Game Show. Either way works. But, uh, again, you've been listening to the W2Web Network, part of American Webby Media. I'm Andesian. Good night. <laughs>